नमस्ते आचार्य जी देर इज द पाथ ऑफ ज्ञान द पाथ ऑफ इंक्वायरी वेयर यू रिजेक्ट एनी थिंग विच इज नॉट लॉजिकल एंड देर इज द पाथ ऑफ डिवोशन भक्ति वेयर यू जस्ट सरेंडर एवरी थिंग माई लिटल माइंड डोंट नो हाउ दिज आर नॉट कंट्राडिक्ट्री दिफ सीम कंट्राडिक्ट्री टू मी और दे लीड टू द सेम ट्रूथ इन द पाथ of inquiry you look at that which can be looked at that which is available to your limited senses and faculties for observation you look at your life you look at the world you look at your thoughts and feelings you look at them you inquire into them you want to find out what they are why do they exist and do they fulfill their purpose hmm? you start with what is near what is available to be seen touched explored tested in the path of devotion you are so fed up with what is near that there is an overwhelming craving for that which is distant afar you in fact become oblivious of that which is near you have no desire left for that which is corporal sensual you have no desire left even to know it you don't want to know it any further because you have already suffered enough at its hands you say what is the point indulging in the same thing again and again and even exploration and questioning and testing and inquiry are a kind of indulgence i don't want to touch these objects even to know them for i know them already i have had enough so devotion is to be drawn unreasonably and inexorably towards something unknowable yet utterly charming in the path of inquiry you keep rejecting all that which is available to be rejected obviously you do not start off with a preconceived notion to reject you simply inquire but if the inquiry is honest the result is rejection why do you reject you reject because all that is available to be seen touched heard experienced 
does not give you that which it promises. Fulfillment is not to be had from any of those things that have been available to you or possibly would be available to you. That's the criteria you test everything on. Your thoughts, feelings, relationships, positions, ideas, experiences. Will they give me what they have been promising me? And all of them have been promising one single thing, fulfillment. The new house, the new car, the new relationship, the new ideology, the new passport. All of them come to your life promising satisfaction, contentment. The path of inquiry is to ask, do they really give what they advertise? The answer is no. And hence there is rejection. But after rejecting all that there is to be rejected, you are still left with yourself. The one who has been rejecting. And when the one who has been rejecting finds nothing to reject, all is finished, nothing is left. What to further cut down? Then this tester himself has to disappear. Then the one rejecting everything has to finally reject himself. And then what is left is a great pure nothingness which is the destination of the whole spiritual process. So the destination is achieved after a lot of cleansing. That's the path of inquiry. In the path of devotion, you let the rubbish be. And you move away from rubbish into that which is pristine, unblemished, utterly pure. Now there is nobody left to be rubbished by rubbish. Now there is nobody left to be soiled by impurities. Impurities might still be there, but there is nobody left to be made impure. The one who was susceptible to impurities has fallen in love with purity and the love is so intense that he has lost 
his personal self totally and has merged into purity itself hence disappearance the path of devotion is more direct it is more direct but it is also for a mind that is more innocent for a mind that is suspicious for a mind that is afraid for a mind that has had hurtful experiences and is therefore very doubtful of the world the path of devotion is difficult for the hurt and vulnerable mind the path of inquiry is inevitable he will have to choose but this path uh i have seen that uh, in this journey or in this sadhana uh, the body mm, rejects is it hurts uh, or it gives pain and uh, i also see that it should be cared because if body is fit then it will uh, benefit in sadhana is it sadhana is not for the sake of the body the body does not want any kind of liberation all that the body wants is food rest sleep sex therefore whenever you would go against the conditioning and objectives of the body the body is bound to resist obviously sadhana requires a fit body but this has to be remembered that fitness is for the sake of sadhana otherwise strength and longevity of body have no value per se the body is like an instrument or a vehicle you do not want to have a car that is serviced fueled polished maintained but never used you maintain your car you service it you fuel it so that it can take you to your destination the destination comes first 
the car is subservient to the destination the car is not an end in itself however there are many who would compromise on the destination for the sake of the vehicle that does not sound quite intelligent hmm?